Sun, beaches, and Latin-inspired flavors are what people around the world call their vacation paradise. We call it home. Welcome to the weekly podcast that captures it all, The Scoop on Miami. Let's discover and rediscover Miami together with Ernie Emad, a 54-year resident of the Magic City, and Miami native Lenny Rada on The Scoop on Miami. And now, here's Ernie Emad and Lady Rada. Hello and welcome. We are live on Facebook, and this will be converted into a podcast later so that you'll be able to listen to it on iTunes, Google Play. You can even ask Alexa to play the scoop on Miami. That's the wonderful thing. I'm Ernie Emad, the broker owner of One Premier International, and I'm here with my co host. I'm Lainey Rada, leading edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. Thank you so much for joining us. We're very excited. We have a tremendous show, so why should you watch today and why should you listen? Well, first of all, we want you to engage with us. So uh, this is a live stream, and so you can put up your comments. Uh, we'll continuously look at the comments and post some of those comments in real time. So thank you for joining us. Um, now, let's, uh, uh, how was your week, Lainey? My week has been really interesting. It's been fun connecting with everybody and just touching base with people. You can have time to talk to friends you haven't talked to for a long time. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Yes. You're not kidding. Um, I'm going to start off with our weekly um, inspirational quote. An optimist is someone who believes that a housefly is looking for a way to get out. George Jean Nathan. So that's absolutely correct and even the flies want to get out of the uh, lockdown that we have today. Get out of the house, open the doors, but don't swat them. Um, on today's show, we have Todd Freeman. Todd Freeman is the executive creative director and CEO of Tapino, a successful advertising and branding company located in Coral Gables, uh, in Coconut Grove, excuse me. And he's going to be talking about branding, what type of branding messages you need to be engaging in right now um, as we begin to open up uh, with your customers. So this is a very important segment. If you have a small business, you want to get a concise and clear message as we begin to open and re-engage with your customers. Then we're so excited also to have Carol Caridad, the executive director of Pause for You. Uh, as adoptions are on the rise, people want more companionship and we want to make sure that it's done properly. And it's a great story. And Lainey, you have a special guest today. Tell us about it. Yes, we're really excited that we are going to get to talk to Bill Fuller. Bill's one of the partners in Ball and Chain, the historic bar and lounge that's in Calle Ocho. And we're going to talk to him in just a minute. That's fantastic. You know, we start every week with a segment that everybody loves, and it's called Miami Rewind. And that's a segment where we take you back when something got started, either a place or something significant in South Florida. And uh, give us a lead in on today's um, Miami Rewind. Well, the history goes so far back to uh, the way that Calle Ocho began was a dirt road that went all the way to the Everglades and then the history of the way Ball and Chain started, uh, we're really happy to talk to Bill because he has a personal connection to it, which made the passion come alive. You bet. And he will be on right after this, uh, sure. uh, this little incredible story. It's time to take a look back with Lainey Rada. With Lainey Rada. Miami, Miami, Rewind. You want to know where you could find Billie Holiday, Count Basie, and Harry the Hipster in 1935? At the Ball and Chain Tavern. This bar and lounge has a colorful history. There was a dirt road that carriages and motor vehicles traveled to bring produce straight into downtown from the Everglades. This street was named Tamiami Trail. Then the trail became Southwest 8th Street, and now this eastern section is commonly known as Calle Ocho. Back then, on this path of progress was a unique developing neighborhood with a Jewish population and a deep South constituency. A few partners have owned the establishment. There was a felon, Ray Miller, and a Jewish entrepreneur, Henry Schechtman. They created all kinds of action. Arrested for burglary, public drunkenness, selling stolen cigarettes, selling liquor illegally, breaking into a jeweler's trunk, and slashing tires. The list goes on and on. 
ball and chain is a reference to a prisoner in lockdown. The ball was attached to an ankle chain to prevent escape. It prevented you from doing what you wanted. It was a fitting name for those characters. There was an east side entrance for quick getaways. It had a picture on that wall of a prisoner with a ball and chain. In the 30s and 40s, establishments with illegal gambling and liquor issues were considered dens of iniquity and shut down. Black entertainers were rare in the neighborhood. They would perform at other locations and come do jam sessions at Ball and Chain. They were guaranteed a room in the tower apartments after their work. Count Basie was paid $5,100, but his contract called for $13,000. He won a judgment which effectively closed the doors on the business in 1957. The neighborhood kept developing. There were homes, shops, car dealers, gas stations, a hobby hall, and a movie theater. The tower theaters across the street. My dad rode his bike there as a kid to see movies for $1.50 in 1950. They showed movies with Spanish subtitles. In 1959, the Copa took over for the next 22 years. Now Bill Fuller and Zach and Ben Bush have brought the lively venue back to its original vibrance. Now you have to fight for a parking space between tour buses. The neighborhood is booming like never before. They recreated the original atmosphere with open doors onto the street. The dancers are on the bar and Cuban music is playing all day and night. Don't miss the outdoor pineapple stage where great artists perform and there are regular theme nights. It's guaranteed fun for dates, special occasions and tourists alike. There are colorful regulars of all ages. Bring your dancing shoes to the festive atmosphere. New Times 2019 Reader's Choice awarded it the best mojito. There's a pastelito daiquiri that can't be copied. Bacardi rum, guava puree, house-made honey syrup, lime, and the most fun part, a tiny fresh pastelito on top. Ball and Chain is located at 1513 Southwest 8th Street. That's the scoop. Another fantastic segment, and we're excited to have one of the owners of probably the hottest spot to be in and look at people and be seen, uh, the revival of Calle Ocho. Bill Fuller, one of the owners of Ball and Chain. Good morning. Hi, Bill. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. First of all, I just want to start by saying that that was a beautiful segment. Uh, very well done. Uh, I just thank you. Very, very nice and very accurate. Thank, Thank you. you so Thanks for much. having me. Oh, it's, um, it's just a thrill for us. I'm so happy that you could make it. We're so happy also to be your neighbors. We know you have an office here at the Menorca Condominium, <laughs> and uh, we're grateful that uh, you came on board today. Thank you so much for your time. Yes. Uh, we, we had a couple of questions because uh, there's so much history here, and it goes back to such different times. We wondered, how did the partners come together on this venture? Did you have a, a restaurant experience? Um, so the originally my mainstay has been on in the real estate aspect. And so, uh, my office is all, one of my other offices on 16th Avenue and 8th street, very close to this building. Originally this building was purchased. Uh, we had purchased it, um, or I had purchased it with another partner in 2007. And then we had during that time period had really started to rebuild a little bit of the history at that point. Um, my dear friends from childhood, the Bushes, um, had some experience in nightlife on Miami Beach, um, and we co we co collaborated during this time many many years until I actually was able to get the space back in 2012, and then we reopened the venue in 2014. So it was a nice amount of time to be able to plan carefully as to what the vision would be for the reopening of the ball and chain. Um, and it's really, it, it's a beautiful concept to be able to have done it with such good friends of mine. And we're, we all have a very good strength in different aspects of the business. And it's, it's a good partnership and it's one that really was necessary to, you know, revitalize that concept. But really ball and chain represents one of many great chapters that's happened in Kyocho in the last few years. Um, and, you know, it's an iconic venue. It is, it truly embodies the revitalization of the zone, as you mentioned. And um, it's been a catalyst to be able to attract 
other great entrepreneurs, other great restaurateurs, other great operators to bring their concepts to Kyocho. And the more great the, the more great concepts that we get, the more visitors we receive. We know that we've had exponential growth in tourism since 2004. Um, and, you know, until pre-Corona, we were seeing close to three and a half million visitors a year. So, um, we, you know, we're going to get over this and the future remains very bright for Kyocho. That, that's so exciting. I know I've seen it in the ups and the downs. So I know that you know that too. Uh, from our research, we read that your grandfather was a regular in the old days. Can you tell us about that story? Sure, yeah. I mean, one anecdote that my father explains is that uh, they, you know, my father, uh, they had a home in Shenandoah off of uh, 19th Avenue and 12th Street. And mm-hmm. so they were regulars at the Tower Movie Theater. Mm-hmm. And so in one particular instance, my father told me the story where my grandfather had said, hey, Freddie, I'm going to go to uh, the bathroom. And uh, when the film ended, the ticket taker had said, hey, Freddie, your dad's across the street over at the ball and chain. <laughs> so, um, you know, that, that probably was um, in, in the early 50s. Uh-huh. And so the, we, one thing I will tell you is that I've never met anybody that actually went to the ball and chain, unfortunately. And the reason I believe oh. the original one to actually go inside and be a patron. The reason I believe that is because by the time of its closing, um, I believe that the, the patrons were probably not, some of the patrons we have today are in their early 20s. But by the time the ball and chain closed, I think the patrons were probably in their um, late 30s or early, you know, early 40s or even older than that. And so mm-hmm. uh, by this time, we really would not have seen some of the original patrons. I, I wish that we had, but I, I've never been able to, huh. you know, secure a, a good enough story to, for, to make that claim. Oh, I bet you people still today go to the theater and come across the street while they go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a plan. <laughs> you know, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed that uh, you brought it back to its original. What condition did you get it in? And uh, um, what of the original elements were important to keep? Unfortunately, we didn't have much to work with other than the original foundation of the flooring. And we had the original ceilings in the space. But the ceilings themselves are in the main bar are one of the most spectacular architectural features mm-hmm. because dealing with a truss ceiling, a wood truss ceiling that has a 50 foot span, something that architects don't really achieve today with that type of roof. So we're proud that we have that intact. And, um, you know, we, we reopened the venue with a concept in mind that let's try to envision the space as if as if it had never closed over all of these years. And if it had never closed over all of these years, it would have transitioned from, you know, this live jazz and this music of the time, American jazz standard, through uh, the Cuban immigration into the neighborhood. So it would have introduced all these, you know, Latino artists. Uh, You know, I'm sure the Fall and Chain have been open during the Celia Cruz, Tito Puente years. We would have had them playing there. And so we re-envisioned the space as if it had never closed. Um, and that's and even today we pay homage to the original jazz. We do that, yes. well, you know, pre-Corona. We've been doing that weekly, uh, daily, actually, um, and also the Latin music. So we are producing um, nine, about ninety hours of live music production a week. That's spectacular. And I don't we think never, we another... never. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm, no, I'm saying we never cover a charge. Uh, there's never a cover charge or a minimum, and so. We're very proud of that. That's our dedication to the original concept there's of providing life. There's just a line. <laughs> well, there's no other venue in South Florida on, on the weekend that provides that kind of live entertainment <laughs> that continuous. That's great. Absolutely. Not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. One other thing that I, I definitely wanted to ask you is uh, one of the main reasons that we have people like yourself on our program um, is that you're also giving back to the community. So tell us about this fundraiser that you're having along with the um, Mad Room. Mad Room uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, well, we're constantly, we're constantly thinking about how we can reach out to the community. Um, we've been more recently working with um, you know, for, for providing meals to some of our 
healthcare workers, some of our first responders. Um, we've been doing some, you know, matching opportunities where if you buy a box lunch, we're going to provide a box lunch to, to one of these uh, groups of individuals. Um, we, we're constantly looking at ways where we can, you know, we, we feel very uh, much responsible to our community. We know that during good times, but we are a place that provides um, a good experience for them. And so we want to know that even during these difficult times, we are going to be there for them and that, um, you know, that we're, we're all in this together. I mean, no, no different than every other biz, small business in South Florida and, and the rest of the country. Um, we had we had to make some hard decisions. We, we had to lay off certain employees and we um, are working, you know, as best as possible to transition into a, you know, a way that we can reopen and, and and as quickly as possible in a way that's meaningful and at the same time be sensitive to, you know, the, the, the spatial distancing and the requirements that are going to be necessary um, in this uh, post-corona environment. So, um, but yeah, we, I mean, we've always been dedicated to the community. I personally chair uh, Vietnamese Culturales, a 20 year organization that activates the last Friday or the third Friday of every month. Yes, it's and, great. And, um, you know, you know, it's just it, that's what, what it's all about. I mean, the Little Havana is a passion project for all of us. Oh, I love that. That's it's just great, and you can really tell. Uh, can you just share with us uh, as far as when you reopen? Do you have any guests expected at that time already? Like, do you have anything on the books that somebody can look forward to? Are you talking about like musical entertainers? Yes, and your pineapple stage. I. I I think that right now we have, I don't, I'm not aware of anything that we have scheduled. Okay. We certainly do believe that live music is going to be in the mix as it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just waiting for some direction on what type of limitations we are making right. the necessary preparations to be able to handle even a reduced capacities. Uh, but um, well, I'm, I'm certain we remain positive that over the next you know months or certainly within the next year, year and a half, we'll be able to return the full uh, glory of the ball and chain. Right, because I know that you guys are on the third phase of opening up and, and hopefully um, everybody continues to be uh, safe and continues to wear their protections and, and follow social gu- guidelines so that um, uh, those that are in phase two and three can open up much sooner. We know how important it is to the community and having a live venue with all the pent-up um, uh, people in home, it, it's going to be a welcome sight. Bill, what are your takeout hours now? And and uh, the other thing I just wanted to know, if somebody does take out the delicious Cuban food that you have, that I wondered if they can also get these specialty cocktails because they are just great. And since you have the best mojito in all of Miami, which is a challenge, then I wondered if you can get drinks and food. Yeah, so currently we're open until 8 o'clock. Um, we, every day, and we are providing through uh, delivery, certainly takeout directly from the venue, but we're providing delivery through many of the on, uh, online delivery support platforms. Okay. And we are offering most of our menu. I believe it's very near our complete menu. Oh, great. And also uh, different uh, cocktail options. We have, you know, batch cocktail uh, options and also... Um, these, we have a party solution where you can get an entire kit Leave where you can, them. you know, <laughs> create a whole, you know, mojito oh, experience so for, for you and those that you're sequestered with in your, uh, in your isolated within your house. And so bring a little bit is. of the ball and chain magic to, to home. <laughs> Did they relax the uh, liquor uh, rules so that restaurants can now uh, have the takeout drinks? They did. They it. did. That was, that was an early, uh, a relaxation by uh, the governor and Fantastic. so that, that was something that um you know worked out nicely yeah for especially for a party kit that is so fun i love it i didn't know about that, that well <laughs> now our listeners and viewers will right. definitely know about it and That's take great. advantage of it what a combination. weekend coming up too well i can't thank you enough we really appreciate your time and we really want to make sure that more than three and a half million people walk by and, and go there and, and dance and eat so it's just great. I really appreciate that you responded to our request. And as promised. Thank you so much for celebrating the ball and chain and highlighting. <laughs> thank you uh, so much. The Cayocho story. 
It's, uh, it, we're, we're very grateful for you being and taking the time. We know how busy you are. And as promised, uh, right as we go into a commercial break, it'll be a commercial about ball and change. So thank you, and you have yourself a great weekend. Take care, Bill. You do. All right. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. What a wonderful segment, Lainey. What history and uh, what great people and what they're doing to uh, help the community. So uh, that's fantastic. Hey, look, when we return to The Scoop on Miami, we're going to have Todd Freeman with us from Tapino, and he's going to help you fire up your brand. When people interact with your company, do they leave inspired? Do you get through to your customers on an emotional level? Most companies don't know how to do this, or they just don't believe it's important. We've seen it work. We've built billion-dollar business-to-business companies and national brands. The key is great branding. What does branding do? It gives you the power of yes. In fact, a great brand is a series of yeses. It gets people to say yes from the start. Yes, I like your product. Yes, I'll buy it. Yes, I'll buy it again. Yes is the most powerful word in business. It keeps your customers happy, your employees inspired, your stakeholders invested, Branding is knowing how to get customers to say yes. How will you harness the power of yes? Call Todd Freeman today at Tapino and receive a free two-hour branding session for your company when you update your identity or website. Tapino, fire up your brand. Call today at 305-725-6303. 6303. To find out more, go to tepino.com. T-E-P-I-N-O.com. Tepino. Find yourself with the spirit of Louis Armstrong, Ella Fitzgerald, Billy Holiday, and Lena Horn. This isn't your grandfather's bar and lounge. Experience the vibe of a bygone era with the energy of Miami today like no other ball and chain. An 80-year history with live jazz and Latin music that transforms Calle Ocho daily with playful and tropical cocktails, tapas, and the best high-energy live music. Ball and Chain thanks Miami and the world for its success by teaming up with Mad Room Hospitality to help us feed those in need and matching every meal donation to feed the homeless, medical centers, and first responders. With just a $10 meal donation, Ball and Chain will donate another meal to those most in need during these difficult times. Co-sponsored by Taquerias El Mexicano, Los Altos, Mad Room Hospitality, and Ball and Chain, 1513 Calle Ocho, or visit BallandChainMiami.com to donate. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. <clears throat> Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enad and Lady Rada. Welcome back. And it was a great episode, a great segment uh, with Ball and Chain. I, I, I love the story behind it, the people behind the organization and, yes. and what they've put together because that section of Calle Ocho was uh, not lively. And, and right now, just to be able to have a, a, a practically day and night to be able to enjoy the flavors and the sounds of Miami is, is spectacular. And one of the reasons why we uh, live here, right? That's right. Absolutely. So joining us now is Todd Freeman. He is the CEO and creative director for Tepino, Fire Up Your Brand and Harnessing the Power of Yes. It's an important segment, and I want you to uh, listen to what he has to say, specifically if you have a small business. Uh, Good afternoon, Todd, and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Lainey and Ernie. Uh, I just want to make a quick request. I want a home party kit (laughs) (laughs) from Paul and Chain. I can tell you I want one now. (laughs) If you'll leave your credit card number, we'll order it for you and and even pick it up and deliver it to you. But from being on the show, I don't automatically get one. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, uh, Todd Freeman, tell us a little bit about your story, how Tepino came about, and uh, uh, really... Uh, how do you connect with your community? Well, I, I'm a Miami boy. I grew up in Miami and uh, I went to uh, Palmetto Senior High and 
I left for college in Brooklyn, and um, I, I live in the Grove, and, and I, that's where I have my agency. And, um, you know, we, we, connect, we connect with a lot of different companies, um, you know, from a lot of different Miami companies, from, you know, national brands to local brands. And, um, you know, we connect... You know, we connect by learning, first of all, by learning about so many different businesses in Miami. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the greatest part about being in the branding agency business is you get to really get a deep dive and learn about companies and, you know, learn how to tell their story for them. And, um, and, and that's what we've been doing for the last 20-something years. Storytelling is very important. You're not kidding. Yes. You know, I want to touch up on branding because branding is one of these words that people just don't understand what encompasses branding. Uh, Tell us, what is branding? Well, there's a lot of confusion about what branding is and marketing is. And a lot of people think branding is your logo. Um, That's your brand identity. Um, So I put it this way. Think about marketing is it gets you to potentially meet a lot of dates <laughs> with as many of the right people as possible. <laughs> but branding gets them to say yes and remember your company and relate to your company or product. So that's why branding is really important. Well, that's a good association. Absolutely. Most people think it's just putting a logo out. Right? It's, yeah, that's the brand identity, but branding is, is the whole experience. Beautiful. What's the first thing that a company should do um, when they um, are talking about branding themselves? Well, the first thing that you really need to be able to do is figure out how to communicate specifically your offer very, very clearly mm-hmm. and in a very compelling way. Like, um, you might sometimes say, I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, we really offer the same thing as a lot of other companies in the same, same type of business. But you can always find another way to tell the story. You can always find a really unique, smart angle on it. Um, and, and that's really what a brand ag- agency should do for you. They should be able to pull out those really important nuggets, you know, and be able to tell that story in a really compelling way and sell you in a different way than everybody else sells themselves. Got it. Understand. How long have you been in business? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I don't love answering that question. <laughs> But uh, it's been 28 years I've been in business for myself. Uh, and, uh, you know, my wife at the time and I created a branding agency we named Propeller. Uh, and, you know, we had built that up uh, to, with a gr- you know, great team of people. It was, a, it was an amazing time. And after that, we created this smaller agency called Topino. In fact, the Topino name is based on the Tep and Pepper. So it's very small but mm. very strong. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. It's, uh, that's why it fires up your brand, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, and our company is designed to build, you know, the brands of the future. And so we'll work with, you know, really small companies. We could work with medium-sized companies. We'll work with larger companies. But that's really, you know, our goal is to work with the brands that are emerging right now. That's what we love working on. What are some of the most popular projects that you and your company have worked with? Um, there was a campaign we did uh, years ago uh, with Bell Harbor. It was a really, it was, um, we did an underwater photo shoot hmm. of a woman dressed in fashion. Wow. Uh, you know, and uh, we did it in a, actually in a swimming pool, but it looks like we're in the ocean. Does she have an orange dress? Yeah, she had I a yellow. It, and that, that yes. campaign was very visual. Uh, it was very good for the town of Bell Harbor. It was, yeah. uh, had a, you know, great. had a great response. It was on a, a super superlative, which is like a giant billboard in New York. Right. And it really kind of turned that around. Um, she looked like a mermaid. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a really nice dress. On. How long was she in the water? Now, the thing was, the <laughs> thing that was amazing was we flew in this photographer from California and the model was also from California. He's, and we let the photographer choose the model and he's like, she's just good underwater. And I was like, I don't know what that really means. <laughs> and, um, you know, we dressed her up and you would think that that dress was going to drag her down. And, uh, you know, but she was able to hold her breath longer than me while they were photographed. I couldn't believe it. I mean, she was good underwater. Well, and um, it became an amazing uh, image. 
And, uh, and that was just, that was really fun to be on that. Uh, that's, that's when branding is super fun, when you get to create an iconic image like that. Yeah, because I can remember it. Oh, that's amazing, because that's actually quite some time ago. Um, but, um, but, you know, recently we've, uh, we, we were part of creating a brand called 22 Days Nutrition, which is uh, also started by a, a local uh, fitness guru, Marco Borges, and uh, it's, he's also in partnership with Jay-Z and Beyonce on that. Mm. And uh, it's, a, it's a national brand now. It's really, you'll see, you know, you'll see it all over. Um, Folks, don't get intimidated because he's uh, worked on such large projects because he's definitely here to help small businesses as well. Well, yeah. I mean, what I love to do is, like, a lot of these businesses that came to me were small, you know, or, you know, emerging. And I think that's really the stage that, I personally enjoy working on because you could get in and you can really start to shape and mold the company early on and, and shape and mold the communications. And that's, that's the, uh, that's the stuff that I love to be a part of, uh, you know, so. Well, as a small business owner, myself and you, um, share with our audience, how has COVID-19 affected you, your business and your employees? Well, thanks to you, I got to shave and put on a nice shirt today. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, that wasn't happening. Um, so, you know, what happened to us, you know, we have, we have a, quite a few hotel clients, and um, they're shut down. So, um, so, you know, our hotel clients aren't really happening right now. But um, the good thing is the team I have, they have a great attitude, and we were just saying, you know, what do we do from here? So we really worked on our own brand. And, uh, you know, as a branding agency, a lot of times the Calber Sun doesn't have any shoes, meaning, you know, we don't work on our own brand right. enough. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing that, um, and we concentrate, concentrated our, our efforts on, you know, an emerging market that we're in is cannabis. And uh, so we're building um, a brand for a company called MyLife, which is a premium hemp company. Uh, no THC, if you guys know what that means. But, um, or very low THC. <laughs> and uh, it's a great product. So we've been, we've been really pushing it right now because, uh, you know, it helps with, you know, helps keep you calm. Um, so, and sleeping so, and so forth. Yeah, and helps you sleep at night. So we've been doing, uh, we've been running a campaign for them. Uh, you What's know, really the name of that tea? It's My Life, and we call them, we, it was a specific name we gave to the teas called Terp Teas because it's teas made with terpenes. Hmm which are, you know, those the aromas of flowers that give you, like chamomile and lanolin mm -hmm. and stuff like that that give you the calmer feeling. So we've been really pushing really hard for that brand right now since it's the right time. Fantastic. So let's get into the, uh, uh, the meat of, the, uh, of what, why you're here, correct? What yeah. should companies be doing right now during this pandemic? Well, there's, there's a few things you could do right now. And I, a lot of companies that I start with, um, their brand that they started with isn't necessarily really where they are now. So they started with a, you know, with a story and a brand and a product and their company's evolved over the last couple of years. So a really great place to start is to kind of look at your company, especially now, you know, mm -hmm. now that the whole world is changing. Right. And so like, look at your company and kind of re redefine it, like look at it and say, okay, this is where we were, but where are we see ourselves in the next five years? And, you know, what should we be selling? You know, maybe I, it's... I like that projection. That's a good idea. Thank you, yeah. So you always have to kind of, you have to project yourself, not what you exactly are today, but project yourself into, into the future. A vision. Like yes. Is there a quick little nugget that you can give uh, someone um, uh, regarding messaging, um, to or to re-engage with their customers many small companies that i've talked to haven't been communicating with their customers over the last 40 days uh, what kind of a nugget can you give them uh, specifically if they don't have a crm or don't have a a client list where they can do emailing and so forth it's a good time to start putting these things in place but what kind of a nugget can you give them well i would say you know keep yourself out there uh even if you think no one's listening it's an important thing to do. You got to stay out there and, you know, don't, you know, don't disappear. Number one. Uh, number two is I would say, think about your business and how you can 
you know, you can, you can be relevant right now. So Ball and Chain, who we just spoke with, uh, you know, they have a home party kit. You would say, uh, you know, what are you going to do? It's a, it's a, it's a nightclub. It's a, it's a restaurant, you know, but they're, you know, they're thinking of ways to stay relevant, to stay in the mix. Brilliant idea. I didn't come up with it, but, you know. It's no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Let me ask you, how are you currently serving your customers now? Well, what we're doing with uh, a lot of businesses, we're digging deep and we were finding ways to help them adapt, Mm -hmm. you know, um, help them adapt. And also uh, with a few other companies, um, we're with uh, M2E is the largest uh, consulting engineering company here in Miami. They they're doing a brand refresh now, so we're you know we're we're digging into, you know, who are they now? Because uh, they've had great growth and great success. So, you know, we're we're looking at their brand. We're helping them redefine their brand. We're I like up, that you brand know. refresh. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. So we're you know so when we're doing that kind of work, you know that's not necessarily you know reaching out into the market, but this this is a good time to kind of focus inward. Get all of your messaging correct. Get you know, get everything aligned that you can get aligned right now, mm-hmm. and then think about all right, how can we adjust? What does this mean? What is this pandemic? Is could it go on for another year? You know, to some some of the social distancing stuff, and what can we do to change? The so, short answer is no. <laughs> it can't go on for another I hope year. Not. I hope not. <laughs> That's for you. But like I, you know, there's some companies that that are doing some pretty amazing things yes. right now. Like you know, restaurants are now becoming grocery stores mm-hmm. too. So those types of things, and then mm-hmm. absolutely. And then once you do that, how do you tell that story? Right. Yeah. Yes. Let me ask you one final question. Um, what are you currently offering small businesses? So what we're doing now is we're offering a free branding session. Uh, to companies that want to update their identities or websites. So, you know, our, you know, that's what I was saying, that it's a good time to really kind of look at your company, look at what you're selling, look at your story, um, and, you know, we'll give you two hours of a, of a branding session, you know, and, and then, you know, we can move on to, you know, an updated identity or update your website, make your website, you know, work better for the pandemic. Uh, Absolutely. And, yeah. and include your messaging there. Yeah. Thank you so much, Todd, uh, for being on the program. Tepino, um, it's a branding company located in Coral Gables. If they needed to reach you, can you tell them your phone number again, please? Sure, sure. Uh, it's 305-725-6303. One more time. 305-725-6303. Thank you so much for being on the program today, Todd. One question. Is that Topino with one P or two? It's one P. All right. T-E-P-I-N-O. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ernie. Okay, when we come back, we're going to have Carol with Pause for You, how to adopt the pets correctly, and a fantastic story. What do you mean Misha was found in a ditch? The thought that a perfectly healthy caring dog could be abandoned planted the seed in Caro Caridad. Now, 13 years later, Pause for You is proud to have over 5,200 adoptions and over 2,400 rescued animals with an army of 250 volunteers and a solid strategy to rescue, heal, and nourish while educating our community. Pause for You offers adoptions and boarding. Become a volunteer today and ask about our Buddies for Paws program. Pause for you with a commitment to save one dog at a time. Bring home your next furry addition to your family from Pause for You or help by making a donation today at pauseforyou.org or by calling 786-242-7377. 786-242-7377. That's pause the number four you.org. I'm Lainey Rada, a leading edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. I have over 35 years of experience in market cycles to bring to every transaction, and I'm still alive. When you want to see how I sell 85% of my listings and the average agent sells 40%, we need to talk. I break records the fastest sale, the most offers, the highest price per square foot. Which one do we want to accomplish? 
My company includes superior quality marketing to enhance your property and the worldwide exposure, which matters in Miami. If you want to buy, I'm a Miami native. I know the area extremely well. Put my negotiating skills to work. I'm the only Laney Rada in the world, so it's easy to find me. But I'll help you. My phone number is 305-710-8558. That's 305-710-8558. Let's set up a time to talk. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enoch and Lady Rada. Got that music in your blood. Supposedly. <laughs> On the phone with us right now is Carol Cadidad. She is the executive director of Pause for You with a wonderful story. Good afternoon, Carol. Good afternoon, Ernie and Lainey. Thanks for having me here. Hi. We are so pleased. Thank you for being on the program with us today. Thank you for holding on on the phone. We're, this is all uh, different little <laughs> things happening with us today. First live no problem, streaming no and then turning yes. a podcast into yes. videos and everything, but we're doing pretty good. We're that's doing, for sure. Yes, we're having fun, and we really appreciate you uh, coming on with us. Uh, we noticed that. Yeah, we noticed your sheltering and fostering at Pause for You started in 2007, and I, we, we just, you know, we think Misha has a lot to do with that. But what inspired you to start at that time? I had been. Um, volunteering for other organizations and I also started I adopted Misha actually when I went to college in New York oh. and I really didn't I didn't really understand that about animal welfare and an overpopulation problem I grew up riding horses and if there was a stray at the barn it stayed at the barn mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I went to adopt Misha as a puppy and I said what do you mean she was in a ditch like how'd she end up in a ditch and they're like well we were out feeding on an old lot and it was February it was very very cold and there was a pack of dogs and they were all looking down in this ditch and that was because the puppy had fallen in there and I so I started volunteering and then I was volunteering here in Miami and up in Deerfield Beach and I just saw such a need there were so many animals being euthanized at this time because of lack of adoptions lack of space in Miami-Dade County that I just said, you know what, I, I need to help. I, I can make more of an impact. Oh, that's so, so my mom, my dad, my husband and I sat down in the family room and wow. it evolved from there. Um, so that's, that's, that's really nice. Really, and especially yeah, when it was a family, yeah. a family effort, then it kept everybody with the same, uh, the same vision. That's, that must have made a big difference. Yeah, it yeah. definitely did. I, ha- I had a lot of support. That's I know great. I know the need because I'm a softie for animals, <laughs> and I used to volunteer as a photographer for Justin Bartlett out of Palm Beach, and uh, did a lot of their events, and uh, did a photo session for their senior dogs, which are the most difficult to uh, place. So it was very fulfilling. Yeah, the, the, uh, speaking of the pictures, the online pictures are so cute with them, and I saw this little dog Asia. He has on a bow tie. There, it's like a, it's better than a than an online dating site. <laughs> Um, our volunteers our volunteers take great great pride in and doing our their photo shoots that's so (laughs) cute what's what's the family matching process that you refer to on your website how does that work so rather than rather than someone just going off of a look um which you know a lot of times that's what does make someone fall in love with an animal we want to make sure that the the dog or the cat has um you know, the same behavior that will fit in with a family. If it's oh. somebody that works all day, they probably don't need a high-energy um, dog if they're away from the house. Although things are changing now as we are readapting, they may be able to now. Maybe they'll get them up off the couch and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we also, you know, puppies have sharp teeth. Is your one- or two-year-old child ready for sharp right. teeth? Um, so it, it's more of it's more of just trying to be a, a matchmaker and, mm-hmm. um we, we don't want the dogs to come back, you know, mm-hmm. we, for, for, for failing or behavior-wise. Um, so 
we, we really, our adoption committee, we have a team and they work and they're volunteers and they work so hard. And especially during this pandemic, they have worked even more hard because so many people want to just give it a try. They want to adopt or they want to foster. And oh. then they're turning into foster, they're turning into foster failures, which we love that term. That means the dogs aren't coming back. <laughs> mm, okay. So, and uh, I, I noticed that you have a uh, boarding there, and you have some really unique materials to make the the animals comfortable, and also that your staff has some special skills. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So, I think what makes Pause for You unique from a boarding aspect is that we have indoor outdoor runs. So the dogs can go in or out. They're not stuck on in a cage or, um, you know, in a, uh, a boarding-type facility that doesn't allow them freedom. Okay. In addition to them being able to go in and out, we have eight turf yards. So these turf yards are fantastic, especially for dogs with allergies, maybe to the grass or to the environment. Oh, so yeah. we find that. Yeah. And so they get rotated two to three times a day in the turf yards as well mm -hmm. and um we have a vip boarding area we were <laughs> part of a <laughs> we were part of a tv show called save our shelter and pet smart charities wow. gave us a grant to yeah to deck out this room that you know everybody's got a closet or a drawer in their house they just kind of shut it and it becomes the bottomless pit mm -hmm. well we had a room over there at pause for you that was that was like that and um, they came in and they decked it out, and now it's an AC room with glass doors, and people can log in and see their dogs while they're boarding, while they're away traveling. It's been a, a great asset. And I saw there's, and our staff, there's some kind of bed. Yeah. You have some kind of special beds. Did I see that? I oh, know. they all, every dog gets a Corinda bed. Oh, okay, what um, is that? There are these, uh, the Corinda bed is like a PVC uh, base type. Oh, so and they're off the ground, either, right? Yeah, so okay. they're off the ground. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And then we have police covers that we'll put on them when, it, oh. when the weather's cool or off. So. How cute. Let me ask you, what is, your yeah. great, what is your greatest need right now? Our greatest need, um, gosh, everyone has so many, so many needs. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's like everybody's taking a, financial hit fortunately i just last night i got word from our bank that our ppp loan came through so um, really mm -hmm. blessed. yeah we're really blessed to have that because of because of the boarding business which has helped us stay afloat with our medical expenses which we had a hundred thousand dollars in just medical alone last year that's mm -hmm. just services that's not even supplies um i was very very nervous about how we were going to keep going and to keep saving lives. Mm -hmm. So community has really come together and through some newsletter blasts that we've done, they've given some generous donations. So that's a need and, and really still fostering. I mean, even though we're getting so many dogs into great foster homes, there's still dogs that are coming in. So this hasn't stopped. So fostering and, and just creating the awareness that Pause for You is, is out there and we're still servicing the community and we want to be back. The community loves us and we're determined to keep our doors open. I love the one um, dog at a time and you're really actually placing almost a dog a day. That's what we're trying to do. We have two leaving this afternoon um, and these are both tough little cases. One's a little Yorkie mix who has a an issue with his mouth. He's a little mouthy and snappy. And a gentleman's come now to meet with him three times and he's brought his dog and he's, he's, Rocco's getting adopted. And Mila's a big bully girl that was at Animal Services. And we had told her, I guess it's going on now two years we've had her. She was pregnant. All of her puppies got adopted. And then she's just had some trust issues. Um, but there's been some people that have been coming to visit her. So, we're just hoping, um, praying that, you know, these two dogs do well and, 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 and stay out of a boarding type situation. Folks, definitely so, um, reach into your pockets and help. This is a fantastic organization by going to pauseforyou.org. That's pause, the number four, you, 
Y-O-U.org. Um, any kind of donation will actually uh, be tremendously uh, grateful for um, to help these animals. And, and we need more. Um, like your main goal is one day that you close your doors because there's no need that we found homes for every single animal. And that's a, that's a, great, that's a great vision. Um, Eleni, any closing? Uh, no, but I, we just want to thank you so much for your time. And we definitely care about your goal too, just like your family. I want to so, bring up one thing, one way we can easily uh, donate on a continuous basis is through Amazon. Can you tell us about it? Because I did it last night. Thank you. Yes, I can. So Amazon has a, um, it's Smiles. called Amazon Smile, and you sign up, and it doesn't matter if you're a Prime member or not. I just figured that out. Um, but you can sign up, and then they give a percentage back to pause for you, and it varies. Mm-hmm. If you can't find what you're looking for on Amazon, there's also iGive, and that is another opportunity. That's more large, um, different different items than, um, than Amazon. So that's one way and then we also our website you can give monthly you can give you know however often you want to but we also have giving tuesday next week giving tuesday now which Mm -hmm. has been moved up due to our current situation and that is a great way to also um donate and all organizations need the help i feel i feel bad you know talking about donations all the time for pause for you but there's so many of us, and it's just creating awareness that we're all in this together, and let's just get through this. And now more than ever, collaboration is very important. It brings, it's, it's sad that it brings a tragedy to bring us together, um, but uh, it, cool. it, 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 it was needed. Well, Giving Tuesday is really important. It's an international day for charitable giving. It started in uh, 2012 at, at, the, at the Y, actually. Mm. And so now... Uh, one of the things when I talked to Carol the first time, she said that they're trying to share donations for other, you know, the, the people that are most in need, which I thought was really special. Fantastic. Uh, Carol, is there anything that you want to uh, mention that we may have failed to bring up? Um, no, I think you have covered it well. I would just like, once we get back to whatever our new norm is going to be, invite you and, and your listeners to come for a tour a pause for you and, and come see what we're all about. And maybe you'd like to get involved with volunteering Absolutely. Um, at any capacity. Yeah. The more, the more troops we have on the ground, the, the better off our, our animals will be. So you bet. I appreciate, I appreciate your compassion. Thank you so much. We're grateful that you were on today. I know that you have a two o'clock meeting and we're so thankful that you took the time uh, on uh, such a short notice to be with our program. And best of luck for you with your big heart. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, folks, when we come back, we've got our hidden treasures, and it's a special person. You don't want to miss today's episode. Uh, Lainey did a just a fabulous job. That's hidden treasures coming up next. From this moment on, consumers will expect it and sellers will demand it. Cinematic video walkthroughs for all of your listings. Professional photography, cinematic video walkthroughs, on-camera video tours, and professional voiceover narration. I'm Ernie Emad, head of BlueHourStudios.com. Blue Hour Studios is a progressive visual and audio powerhouse producing high-end video and audio productions. Become an expert in your field with a professionally produced podcast from our studio in Coral Gables. Call Blue Hour Studios today to elevate your image and voice. BlueHourStudios.com With hundreds of brokerages, thousands of agents, how do you cut through all the noise? One Premier International Realty, a boutique real estate brokerage located in Coral Gables, doing business the old-fashioned way, putting people first, buying, selling, or leasing residential and commercial properties in Miami-Dade, Broward, and Monroe counties. One Premier International provides each customer a high level of service and communication experience with full-time agents from around the world bringing their unique sense of business skills and a foreign customer base. One Premier International Realty. You've heard of private banking, now experience private brokerage, a higher level of service and knowledge. One Premier International Realty. 
305-669-0233 or go online to www.onepremierinternational.com. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enag and Lady Rada. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us today and every Friday at 1 o'clock. Scoop on Miami on Facebook, and in a couple of weeks, then we're going to blast it to uh, many different platforms, including YouTube. Today's hidden, well, actually, the hidden treasure of today is a special one. I was expecting a a, a place, um, something interesting, (laughs) and you brought us a person. Tell us about today's hidden treasures. I just, I I was, uh, every week we have a hidden treasure, which is usually a fixed in stone kind of uh, a building or, or some small space that you don't really know about, but I was writing it and I was thinking, I told this, this virtual friend of mine that I was going to feature him. And then I thought, well, he's the hidden treasure because you'll find out why when you listen to this. And now it's time for the 305, the 305 Hidden Treasures, Hidden Treasures with Lainey Rada. I have a virtual friend. I found out about him and his Instagram account a couple years ago. He's a Miami local recommended to follow. He hangs around thrift stores, shares his eBay temptations, shows his favorite finds, and has a good collection of building photos, old and new. He creates his own sort of mini-series. The latest one was the current buildings where an old car dealer stood. He has the facts. One of my favorite specialties of his is getting into stores going out of business. He gets some kind of rare access. It's just him and the old mannequins. I love to see the progress. He shares the pricing going down and the shelves emptying. I told him he's going to be very busy in the future. He also gives a name to some of the homeless population, which is nice of him. He shared photos of his mini cemetery garden at his house with vintage markers that his neighbor isn't as excited about. He is kind enough to respond to his fans' comments with a unique sense of humor. He is one elusive character. I don't even know what he looks like. I can figure out his vantage point of a certain picture so I know where he might be I've tried to meet him a few times and it was all in vain. He should definitely be on all Miami fans' lists. His name is Philip Pissar, P-E-S-S-A-R. You can follow him on his Flickr and his, his cover photo is an old sign and his Instagram where his cover photo is a car on Ocean Drive or his Facebook where his cover photo is Barney from the Flintstones. Our hidden treasure is a live person this time. Enjoy. (laughs) Interesting person to follow, that's for sure. I can't say enough. That's like as much as I could write, but I could go on. He is really something, and I'm sure he's listening because I told him I was going to feature him, but he still didn't plan to meet me. Well, Philip, it's a perfect time to be on the Scoop Live. We can put a mask on you and it's acceptable. They still won't know who you are, but we love to hear all those interesting stories. And thank you for all your entertainment. And I really appreciate all of your responses to all the messages. You're very nice, you know, responding to everybody. You have a great sense of humor. So next week, we have Pittman photo supply and that's a company that started in the 20s here in south florida and it's an iconic photography business and supply house they also develop pictures Uh, i've had some uh, beautiful uh, uh, metal prints done from some of my own photography work we're excited to have Pittman photo supply next week on the podcast we also have jill steinberg Steinberg. 
She's with the Cat Network, so we took care of the dog lovers this week. Next week, we're going to take care of the cat lovers, which I am also one of. Uh, so I'm excited to find out what's available for cats. Um, specifically, they're just wonderful pets to have. And um, uh, I have a, a cat named Samantha that uh, it's like a puppy dog. I mean, uh, waits for me by the door, comes to me. It's a, a kind of a rare breed, but uh, um, animals just bring tremendous joy uh, to our lives. Um, anything else, Lainey, you want to talk about? I want to give a shout out to my friend, Emmanuel Rivera, because my gloves always remind me of Smurf. You know, it's like 10X, and we have Smurf is the name of his company. He has an HVAC business in Chicago. So I want to make sure that, you know, our podcast travels all over the world. So anybody who's in Chicago, you can call him. And you can't forget Smurf. Folks, thank you so much. Don't forget, this will be turned into a podcast later today, available on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Alexa, uh, Spotify, you name it. And uh, we'll also have the rebroadcast of this, today's program. Um, and thank you so much for joining us every single Friday. Don't forget, leave us your comments. We're very excited. We love the comments. Have you have a comment. Review. Beautiful. Wait, we had a review. And uh, we wanted to keep all our guests moving, so we appreciate their time, and everybody's got a schedule. So uh, there is a review that was just so exciting. We love our reviews. It says, love the podcast. Ernie is the best host ever. Oh, that was kind. The, the podcast is very entertaining and has awesome segments along with very interesting guests. Keep up the work. Can't wait for the next one. Thank you so much. If you and, Oh, and that's from... Don't waste your time. Oh, so. Beautiful. Well, he doesn't find this a waste of time. So thank you for those comments. Hey, listen, by the way, don't forget, leave us your comments, share, subscribe to our channel, tell everybody about it. If you have a business, please give us a call. There's no cost to be on the podcast. It's a good time to send a good branding message like uh, uh, Todd Freeman told us about today from Tapino. And it's a good time to expose yourself to over, a, yeah, to over 159 million, million people that watch or listen to podcasts on a monthly basis for over six hours. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. We hope you're entertained, informed, enriched, and proud to live in Miami. We have come to the end of another episode of The Scoop on Miami with your host, Ernie Emad, broker, owner of One Premier International Realty, and Lainey Rada, a leading-edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. Thank you for riding alongside our journey. If you know of a special person doing wonderful things in our community or want your business featured, visit thescooponmiami.com and contact us. Find The Scoop on Miami on iTunes. Subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. While there, leave a comment. We'd love to know what you think. And now you have The Scoop on Miami.